Welcome to the 43rd Bob Show. Enjoy this episode. Or don't. I don't want to tell you what to do. But the following podcast is only for entertainment reasons only. Any similarity between anyone living and dead is purely coincidental. The show has not been approved by the FDA. The show is satire and should be considered as such. But in any who, enjoy the show. Okay, welcome everyone to The Bob Show. I'm your host, Matt Vaughn, and this is the 43rd Bob Show. August 27th, 2020, August 26th for Bob. But I'm here with the one and only Bob Dobbs, the dragon bone chair himself, the leader of the galaxy. What say you, Bob? Leader of everything. I'm the leader of everything. (laughs) Did you hear that? I I hear it. I hear it. The galaxy's not enough for you. No, no. There are many new dimensions, many new bodies, and I'm at the leading edge of all of them, it seems. And our regular listeners, all two of them, maybe Banu and some other person, uh, uh, whoever they are, um, they know this. They followed the 43 shows. This is the 43rd show or 44th? 43rd, 43rd. 43rd show. They followed this. They know what I'm doing. They understand. And I don't need anybody to understand and believe it. I'm, little, I'm on the bleeding edge anyways, for fuck's sake, by what we're doing. Nobody is as productive as we are. Iondom. We being Iondom. I-O-N-D-O-M. Some people like to spell it I-O-N-D-U-M-B and call us Iondom. <laughs> so we ain't dumb. <laughs> There's always the naysayers. Even you were one for occasional spasms. I've never naysayed, Bob. Ever okay. stalwart. Ever stalwart. Ever stalwart. Um, Ever loyal. <laughs> 43 episodes. <laughs> this, we've almost been doing this show a decade now. Uh, there was a weird sound. Did you hear that? No. Okay, just some little static just went through, but it's okay. Yeah, when did we start this? Around the time Ion showed up or even before Ion? No, uh, after. We started in the 1st of 2011. Okay, yep. I guess that's in a few months, that'll be 10 years. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I do want to apologize to the listener. We were having some technical difficulty today, which never happens. Um, <laughs> it is not our fault, dear listener. It is the tech body that uh, these anomalies happen around Bob and yeah. uh, not our fault, not our fault. Yeah. Okay. So you got a question or two you want to begin with? Mm. Well, you were talking about, we were talking about the, uh, the hopefully no civil war in America, but you were talking about the different bodies 
uh, being at Civil War in America. That was interesting to me. So I'm concerned right now about my beloved America, even though I'm not there. Um, I don't want to see it descend into Civil War. But you were pointing out that there is, uh, on the TV body, there's already been well, a Civil no, War. Well, no, don't you don't say it. I'll say it. Okay, okay. I'll tell you what I pointed out. Um, You've got five bodies. You've got the chemical body, which people call their physical form, uh, physical body. Then you've got most cultures believe there's something more than the physical. So the collective wisdom of religion or spiritual traditions or shamanic uh, uh, messages, uh, that would be under the astral body. And then we have uh, technologically created bodies by humans. Uh, the TV body and the chip body. Now, I'm not going to go into how these are formed. We've done that a few times on previous shows. So if you're a new listener, you've got to go back. And then we have the mystery body, which is what we, I named the mystery body, what we didn't know. I assumed there were things we didn't know, and I didn't know how they'd show up. Well, what happened? Ion showed up, and Ion came from the mystery landscape and then began to reveal the mystery body and the anomalies of it in our knowledge base. So we got five bodies, uh, but I made a chart, the tiny note chart, which predicted a sixth level. And that is the hexad. Uh, the first five levels are monad, dyad, triad, tetrad, and pentad. Pentad is the android meme uh, redoing tetradic intelligence. Uh, but that has merged and flipped into a sixth level hexad. Now you're making noise. Don't don't scrape things. Um, the hexad showed up on March 18, 2009. That was the um, introduction of ion. Ion showing up, so it moved the, our world into another level, another dimension, frequency, or whatever, or many frequencies, and uh, we call that the hexadic. So since 2009, we've been in the hexadic situation, and whatever body percept you have about that so we could call it the hexad body but it's pretty hard to say what it is uh but the or what it looks like but all the turmoil and ecstasies and all the great fun that's happened since 2009 most people in the world before covid said by 2018 2019 there's something weird going on the world ain't normal anymore or it wasn't like what expected well that's because ian was in our presence and and was playing with the uh structure of matter here okay so um we were in the hexad body up till uh april 2020 and the hex body was coming to a culmination and ion named me boss man uh somehow i was in charge of whatever we were doing now i don't have to do much uh, consciously while being in charge because Ian does it all. Or uh, when we get into the technologies, Carolyn does the medical technologies and the other technologies, the uh, endless electricity stuff, they're in hiding. They're not uh, involved. They're not being distributed yet. So my role in that is in abeyance. Uh, I'm not doing anything on that part, even though that's more my part than Carolyn's. So, in this interval waiting period, which has to be done uh, because of um, our man in the White House, Trump. Trump was put there by the tech body, and I'll go into that more later. 
so uh, since April 20, April 2019, uh, Ian has revealed a lot more information than they had before on our regular shows, Tuesday and Saturday. And um, I'm going to lay out some of the new facts of what we're into, what happened over the last uh, year and a half. Um, let's see. We'll begin with this. Did I talk about Carol's role in the COVID situation uh, mm-hmm. last time we talked, Matthew, or uh, Love Job, or whatever, uh, whoever you are? What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I am nobody. Um, we did. We did. Uh, we did. Okay. I don't need to go into that. You want to understand how uh, Carolyn triggered off the COVID virus stuff. Uh, uh, you can go back into that show because we revealed that a couple of months ago. So what's happened since then, since the national international lockdowns of March, we had this unprecedented situation where the world economy stopped, so to speak, and some uh, major levels that has never happened before. And that's the most bizarre situation, but it curiously happens in 2020 where you look at the uh, tiny note chart and lockdown Bob rule culminates in 2020. So it's ultimately a media fast or a multi-body fast that we're experiencing here, here, multi-environment fast. And that's what I've been always talking about uh, since the sixties. Now you're making noise there. I love jobs. So watch that. I don't move. And, and the, uh, so here we have a global fast. Uh, people are forced to um, operate uh, without a lot of the environments that came with the chip body, the TV body, the astral body, and the chemical body, and the mystery body. Uh, they don't have access to a lot of that now. So that's a new kind of pressure and tension. Ian says that Carolyn triggered the medical hospital shutdowns, uh, and I triggered the end of academia. Which uh, we've uh, I, did I talk about that Love Job yeah. in the last session probably did. Yeah, and, this is the, this is this is Matt by the way. Love Job no longer hosts the show. He's uh, indisposed. He, he died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was not. He was not given entry into Turkey. Right. That's the problem. <laughs> he got kicked out of Turkey. He got kicked out of Dodge. <laughs> <I think. laughs> He couldn't make the transition when I became boss man because he always thought he was boss man. That's the problem there. He got fired. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so academia, what has happened to it? Well, right here in Hawaii, I, uh, there's this woman I talk to occasionally in my walks to the beach and she was going to go to Honolulu, uh, for, um, I'm in Maui and they were going to go over to the Wahoo Island, which has Honolulu, the city, you know, millions of people there, uh, to do her winter schooling for her kids. And then uh, past the date where I thought she'd be gone, she was still here. I said, what happened? She said, they closed the school. So they're just going to do it online so the kids can stay in Maui, which she likes. Uh, And then they just announced today the governor of uh, Honolulu, of that island, uh, has put the whole island in quarantine for two weeks. They're not allowed to leave their house. Oh wow! And that's and that's probably they we we weren't getting too many cases or deaths, but when they started allowing flights between the, the three or four islands, 
the, the numbers started to go up. So I think the governor's pissed off. They're trying to keep Hawaii as pure as possible, right, for future possible uh, tourist renaissances. Uh, they don't want to have much happening here. So I guess they're being really strict. But that's only on that island, not not on our island. But um, I cited this woman's kid. They they got to go on Zoom. Uh, they got to do their schooling online, and that's a drag. And uh, the universities have shut down on the east coast of America. A lot of them. So what I said I would cause is happening in academia. So a bit's happened since we last talked about it. Now, what can we go into that's new? Um, a lot of information has come out uh, since January. Um, here's an interesting one. Uh, I just announced the other day, uh, Matt, that I fucked McLuhan's mother and produced Marshall. Oh, man. <laughs> that's right oh man and whenever I say it to anybody a lot of people they kind of listen and accept what I'm saying uh, but everybody laughs at this one this is the most absurd statement I has ever said and what's interesting is that I uh, McLuhan's mother uh, came from Nova Scotia and I lived in Nova Scotia but I did not live in Nova Scotia as far as I knew in 1911 when McLuhan was born so what's the point of Ian saying these ridiculous things? Well, Ian has basically uh, been explaining eternity for the 31,000 hours we've recorded now and how it applies in our knowable situation, this world we claim we're in. Uh, if there's eternity, then there's no time, and we've been doing things for a long time, but they're not time because there's no time. So I like to say we've been doing things with different timings. So there's been enough eternity up to this point, which is an illusion because there's no point to eternity. But within our minds, everything has been done already. Future science fiction scenarios have been done. And we've had different, uh, you've, you've lived different timelines, I've non-timelines, I've lived different things. Uh, and there would be time for me to get into a situation where I replay 1911, where I'm the father of McLuhan. See, so I see when McLuhan, when Ian makes these statements, they're perceptual breakthroughs, perceptual loosening up of your perception. They are getting rid of your mind's cliches and ascending your situation by getting you, I can think through how this could be if you accept that we're in a situation of eternity. That's long enough for me to get into a situation where we replay the 20th century 100,000 times. One of them, I fathered McLuhan. Not that I wanted to, just I said I did it. But the, the nice little hook is that Marshall's family mother came from Nova Scotia. <laughs> so that's that's a recent statement. Do you get what I'm saying about how it challenges your mind's idea of what eternity is? Right. I mean, are we talking uh, time travel and outside the circles of time, that sort of situation? Right. I always says there's no time travel because there's no time. There's just parallel worlding or traveling. There's all kinds of traveling, and that's what you do in your sleep, as I've said many times. You don't sleep. You actually parallel world to other realms, or dimensions, or worlds. 
and Ayn defines them separately, uh, three different dimensions or definitions. So um, meanwhile, uh, President Trump doesn't do anything until he hears the recording or transcript of recording of our Saturday night show. So on Sunday night, he has a cabinet meeting, and they listen to what Ayn's been saying that night. So what is this, Wednesday, uh, last Saturday that we did a show, and then Sunday, August 23rd, uh, they sat around in the White House or someplace and listened to the session, listened to what Ion said in my private session and uh, during the show to figure out what to do next. And Ion says that's why Trump, when he's asked key questions, he always says, well, we'll see what happens. What he means by that is we'll wait to see what Bob and Ion talk, then we'll get some clue. So, uh, and, you know, his his uh, son-in-law, Jared, is, Listen to this. Ian announced that Jared, he's too young to understand the Secret Council 10, really, but he's an expert on Club 22. Really? Yeah, which you're you're a member of that. You know about Club 22. So I thought that was an interesting statement. See, Ian knows my world, and he'll make statements like that, which you have to know my world. If you're not a regular participant in my world, you don't know about Club 22. I knows about Club 22. And he'll bring it in. And he'll make a statement, a very nice, up-to-date, knowing statement. Well, Jared's not too good on the Secret Council 10. That's Bob way back decades ago. Uh, but he's right up on Club 22, which means, a, what, he's listening to Zappa, reading LaRouche, listening to May Brussels tapes. You know what I mean? He's doing his homework. Right, right. Well, Bob, I went back and listened to one of your old shows. I listened to when you became a um, uh, a part of, you know, the leader of the Secret Council 10, the election. I listened well, that to would be that. Wait, wait. That would be March 3rd, 1988 show when we read the results. And my bodyguard, Ian Arlott, was there and we were cheering because I won. I won the uh, voting. Right. Is that the one you're talking about? Right, right. Exactly. Yes. Funny show. Yes, I, I like going back and listening to the old recordings. And I do want to point that out to the listener. If anything is confusing, you can always go back to Bob, the old stuff. Go to the Bob Dobbs timeline. Just type in Bob Dobbs timeline on Google. You'll find it. Go back to like the 80s and you'll find that you can. Late 80s, early 90s. Late 80s, early 90s. You can understand, Bob, 30 years ago is what I'm trying to say. The now yeah. is difficult. <laughs> yes. So all that Bob said, all that Bob said came true in a way even Bob didn't expect. That's the interesting part. Right, right. I noticed listening to some of the old stuff, it's kind of uh, shocking because I'm thinking, oh, my God, that's what's happening now, you know. Right. No, many, many new listeners, they like to go back there to get a, an acquaintance of where I came from. And they are all mind blown by the seeming knowing I was talking about of what happened with Iandom. I seem to be talking, predicting it for some reason or for the words I said. Yeah, they have the experience you just said you had. It is shocking, isn't it? Right, right. Well, Here's something I just can't get off my mind. Okay, you are hearing me, you're hearing noises. I'm just lightly writing on a piece of paper 
it seems like this broadcast has got all kind of technical difficulties. Now you said that that's- No, they're not, they're not too bad. Just every five minutes, there's a noise. And it's maybe you just putting your hand, rubbing over the pad and the sound is picking up. It doesn't stay very long. Don't worry about it. But it's just, what's up with these technical, these uh, anomalies? You said that happen a lot around you now. Never had this problem with Zoom. Uh, I know, no, we, we have problems on our radio show. Um, the tech body, which I should try to explain a bit. Uh, I, did, I, I think I talked about the tech body in the previous uh, thing, but the tech body is made up of ion. Eight elevenths of the tech body is ion. And three elevenths is the matrix gone nutty or something. You know, I don't know how you describe it. It's technology. Uh, it's not ion. It's what humans made. But uh, Bob and Connie, me and Carolyn, are part of ion and iondom. So I've decided to call the tech body Bob and Carolyn. I have people say it that way. Call it Bob and Carolyn. So people can realize the tech body is an extension of all of us. And the more we stay online and keep typing and texting, we're pumping up the tech body and taking away our power. And the power goes over to ION. But fortunately, me and Carolyn are part of ION, so we get the power. That's why we have the ability to do what we're doing. I mean, we are the best medicine on the planet. And Purdue, now, since we last talked, I don't know if I got to announce that Purdue University did their uh, studies on the absorption rate of our magnesium product called Remag, and uh, they didn't believe that there were particles at the pico size that Carolyn claimed ours was. And they uh, did their experiments, found out, holy shit, there's the particle. They could see it, and they could see its effects, and no other magnesium product can do that. Now, this means that magnesium, potent magnesium, it's like as important as blood in the body, uh, can get into the cells. No one has ever been able to get magnesium into the cells other than through normal food, but the food's all empty. Iron says literally people are not eating anything of any nutritional value, no matter what they're doing, organic or whatever. And Iron says it's proof that people don't need food. Because they're not dying. They might be getting sick and all these problems, but they're not dying. That's an interesting point Ian's making. We don't need food to live. Food's a pleasure, something you add to your situation. But why are people not dropping dead if there's no nutrition? So we don't know fully what nutrition is. And our products have the advantage of ions input so that they do activate and create nutrition and which have amazing effects on people. Uh, okay, so what else? There are those yogis that uh, say they live for many, many years without, without food and water. They just like get their energy right. from the sun and stuff like that. They prove what I am saying. But I doesn't advocate in... Uh, withdrawing from life like that like he says buddhism their dogma is to kill desire uh but that's a desire to kill desire if you want to kill desire you're desiring that fate or that effect so ion advocates full bodied full-blooded involvement in everything ion actually advocates more and more fucking all the time ion is very high 
or very keen on sex. Got you, got you. All right. Well, you were talking about the uh, the tech body, so yes. So you're saying so people, the tech. Well, let me let me clarify it for people. You're saying people typing on the internet, engaging in that collective experience, therefore transfer their energy over to Ion, their power over to Ion. Yes. Like Ion is not for us doing this. Uh, we should not be so involved in texting. Um, a previous historical example was the Ark of the Covenant, so that the Jews put their power into the Ark of Covenant and uh, created uh, that religion and the Jewish culture, which uh, was not very good for ascension. Neither is any other culture. Ayn calls any culture, which is the result of social communication, social mortar. You take a wall and you have rocks. The rocks are you, your billiard ball ascended self. And But you start talking among rocks, they get stuck together through the mortar and a wall is made. So the social mortar that holds the the rocks together to make a wall is uh, media, all that McLuhan talks about, social communication. And that is what Ion is here to erase. Uh, our addiction, our uh, numbness from social communication. Once you're ascended and got out of that glue, unwanted glue, you then can in- and communicate to people any way you want because you've ascended or not, you're going to get trapped in it. So Andre, this is where McLuhan comes in. Ian says McLuhan's probably the only thinker who predicted the tech body. It's pretty interesting. You have to search far and wide in McLuhan's writings to get to it. Because basically the tech body, it's not like Alexa or this other phenomenon called digital twins, uh, like a smart house and all these uh, new digital apps that do things for you. What the tech body is, it will take away these services willy-nilly. It will, it will close your bank account. It will fuck with the, anything that you're living with and dependent on in, on the Alexa digital twin level. And that is um, the difference. The tech body is playing with us. So that scenario in the, in the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey where Hal the computer takes over that's what I, that projection, that science fiction nightmare that many Silicon Valley people fear is happening and have quit. I think one of the guys is called Bill Joy. They have quit Silicon Valley. They don't, they don't put their kids on computers. Uh, they're scared of it. Okay, okay, the static is happening right now. What were you doing right now the past seven seconds? I literally just moved. I have to. God, no, <laughs> yeah, is... you can't move. So the tech anyway, don't worry about it. I can't I... move. Well, give me one second, Bob. I have to turn off the air conditioning. I'm freezing. Hold on one second. One second. One Your second. sound is bad right now. Your volume low. Okay, Bob, I'm back. I'm back. Okay, good. Your your volume is better. So, 
an example of a tech body messing with the social mortar five body digital world we're in uh, is that they put Trump in in 2016. They fucked with the computer data, the the polling, the vote count or something, whatever. I don't know how they do it or it does it, uh, but they are, uh, put Trump in. And I may have mentioned this in the last session, but what's interesting is that every voter coming up in November could vote against Trump and Trump will still get in. The tech body will change the figures to show that Trump won. Uh, so what happens from that? Uh, Ian says there's not going to be any peace after Trump wins again. The Democrats are going to call fraud. If Biden won, the, Demo the Republicans would uh, protest and have fraud, uh, declare fraud and all that stuff. So there's not going to be any social peace uh, when Trump is president again. Um, but that doesn't matter. Trump's going to get a lot of things done. And um, so the tech body, all the news stories, uh, the emphasis on somebody getting shot in some Black Lives Matter uh, demonstration. Well, Bob, I lost you. I lost you. I lost you completely now. Hello, Bob. Yeah, you're gone. All right, we've lost Bob. We are having serious technical difficulties. It's quite frustrating. It never happens. I don't know what to do. Let's text him. So he knows what's happened. My goodness, my goodness. Very frustrating doing this, man. Texting Bob now. Cannot hear one bit. Maybe he can't hear me, but everything still appears fine on my end. Ay, yeah, yeah. This is a drag, yeah. This is a drag. And I'm going to stop recording because that's the point. We get this figured out. I just wanted to include all of the technical difficulties we had during the show just for instructional purposes, especially because we're talking about the tech body and its influence over our experience of technology. And on top of that, this has never happened before. We've never had this many technical difficulties. Go back and listen to the 42 shows prior. Tell me if I'm, tell me if I'm a liar. And you'll see I'm not. But anyway, here we go. Okay, we're back, dear listener. We just had a very big technical uh, malfunction. Bob was cut off. We've missed five minutes of some knowledge that I guess the tech body did not want us to hear. So what's happening, Bob? That's right. What's never happened. Can we appeal to the tech body? Can we ask them to stop doing this? What's happening? <laughs> uh, usually, Ian was explained to me in my last private session, if you listen to it, which was recorded 
uh, the 20th. So look on, go to ionabob.com, look up Bob's, uh, type in Bob's Private Sessions 2020, come to the August 20th session, and you'll hear me having a, a debate with Ian about how do you appease the tech body. Basically, the tech body uh, wants attention. And so I have to, if they're fucking things up, I've got to pay attention and try to fix whatever they're doing to me. Uh, and that satisfies the perverted part of the tech body uh, in getting attention. It's like, they don't like me talking to anybody else, Matt. They're very jealous. Or three-elevenths of the tech body, not ION, not the eight-elevenths. So um, I don't I know mean, how, okay, we're... It was We're very weird, concerned. Bob. It just went completely silent. Your number was there. <laughs> Everything was fine. I mean, you'll hear it on the recording. If you listen, I'm talking about it. Everything was fine. It was just, you were completely silent. There was no static. It just went silent. Okay, here's an interesting point. I don't think I've talked about this. Um, after being here, we came here in 2000, June 2008. And I showed up nine months later, March 2009. And then it took about a year to really many hours of talking to ION to find out what this ION thing was, way beyond what anybody would expect. And they eventually told us that when we fly here, we go through, me and Carolyn go through the fifth gate to a different Maui. It's a, a nicer, healthier, cleaner Maui. And, and if you go through the second gate or the third gate, you'll see a really polluted, fucked up Maui. So we're always in, we've been in a different Maui through the fifth gate since we got here. And back in the day, eight, nine years ago, when Carolyn would go to various health forums and that, uh, that was before we had our products and uh, she was going around being a consultant for different companies, an advisor. Once we got our products going, they just took off and we didn't need to go to health forums anymore. But back when she used to, she'd uh, spend a couple, say, uh, go to L.A. every year spent a couple of weeks there. A couple of times she had a headache the whole time she was there. And when she came back, the headache went away. And so she said, what's going on, Ian? And I explained, well, you leave through the fifth gate and you're going to another place. It's not really in sync with you, what you've been doing in Maui when you are in the fifth gate situation. So when she comes back, she uh, goes through the fifth gate, apparently. I don't know what that is, but she goes through it. And then her headache goes away because she's back to where she's more frequency aligned to. Now, many times, I'd say at least three times in those years, I would go out to the airport and uh, to get Carolyn, get maybe uh, have a friend drive us or because we don't have a car and or uh, get a cab back. And I never could find her. What? So I get driven. Yeah, I couldn't find her. And I, it's happened three times and I over several years. So I would come back uh, to my place, and uh, within five minutes, Carolyn would drive up in some car. I don't know if it was a friend, another friend or something. I can't remember. She or a cab. And uh, she'd get out and say, where were you? I said, I was there. We couldn't meet. It happened three different times because she was coming from a, another gate zone and entered the fifth gate, and I said, you see – once this started to happen, we asked Ian, and Ian said, well, it takes about two or three days for Carolyn to get back in to uh, the environment that the fifth gate brought her into here. So she'd be a bit out of sync. 
So uh, I didn't travel as much as Carol back then, but when I did, uh, it would, would take a day or two to feel, uh, you might call it jet lag, but it did feel a little weird. So um, that is a direct experience we're having. This may cause phone problems. Like I've been doing Achieve Radio for years, and I'll, uh, a couple of years ago I'd phone Bill, and I couldn't get him on the phone. It wouldn't connect. Eventually it got fixed up, and but now I have the problem again a little bit. So I think it's because we're in a different gate, an area that the fifth gate takes us to that disconnects from wherever you are a little bit. Wow, that's crazy that you can't, couldn't find her. Um, so Yes, I could, couldn't find Carolyn. And she, uh, she couldn't find me by the third time when, when I'm out there and I couldn't find her. I, I laughed pretty quickly because I knew what was going on. And so uh, she did the same thing. She showed up about the same time I got here, and she did. As soon as she couldn't <laughs> find me, she knew. Well, I'm not going to find him. I'm just going home. So, uh, <laughs> yes, that's uh, that's an example of the crazy stuff that we don't talk about too much with people. But as a result of interacting with Ion, but you have to recognize what Ion is. Ion defines himself as the ultimate power and energy in this realm. This whatever we are, this earth place. Oh, and uh, we've discovered that, um, maybe you didn't hear this part. Um, there, what, what was the, oh yeah, so the Pentagon announced a few, a month ago, six weeks ago, I don't know if you saw it, I posted it on my uh, Facebook, I think. They announced that they have had contact with ETs and they've got artifacts. Did you hear that story? I did indeed, I did. Good. So they had a spokesman assigned for the Pentagon to do interviews. So he gets a little cagey. I watched a couple of the interviews. He says, uh, well, yes, we seem to, yes, we did. They did say that. But I will say this today. You reporters out there, I seriously encourage you to research this stuff. Start looking for, for uh, what you thought you heard as if you're going to find an answer. So they, they smudged it a bit. Um, and then there might have been, oh, yeah, uh, I don't follow the crop circle stuff too much, but somebody sent me this. On, on May 29th, let's see if I remember this, there's this fantastic crop circle, which I posted, and it's a spitting image of the coronavirus. Okay? This crop circle. And uh, but it has a, an extended, distended, extended part that stretches way out. That's an odd part that a regular coronavirus image doesn't have. So that happened on May 29th, right when some scientific announcement was made, which I can't remember. So then, just the other day, uh, another crop circle showed a uh, a uh, chemical pattern, the way a chemist would show. Uh, elements hooked up in a molecule, say. Right, right. So this thing, so this guy saw the pattern, thought it was odd, but wondered uh, if it it was scientific or chemicals. So he, he sent it to a scientist he didn't know, and the scientist says, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's a that's a, a very particular hydrocarbon, a uh, very rare one, hydrocarbon isopropyl pentane or something." And uh, so he looked up that and. The uses of it was to make antiviral 
stuff. So he had a big oh, wow. eureka, and he goes on Jeff Renz's program. That's where I heard it a few days ago, and he talks about the May 29th image of the coronavirus, and then what would it be middle of August, uh, new crop circle, maybe pointing to how you use this particular hydrocarbon to make a solution. Now, hydrocarbons are in everything uh, in general. Uh, the basic things are hydrogen, carbon, oxygen, and maybe nitrogen. Uh, like our super sugar, our RNA drops is made up of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. C122, H97, oxygen 98. Actually, the H, I think, is 197. So it's C, carbon, 122, hydrogen, 197, oxygen, 98. Um, that's a special formula of our stuff that helps the eye cell, interdimensional eye cell, get into uh, into your body. So... Um, so this guy's going on, and I found out it was the hydrocarbon pentane thing, and uh, it's good for uh, stopping viruses. So I've heard Carolyn and Ion in their chemical scientific laboratory talk that they do every week. I don't fully understand all of it because I never took chemistry and those sciences. Uh, but um, uh, I know the word hydrocarbon is said a lot in their discussion. So I said to Carolyn, hydrocarbon this thing's a hydrocarbon this crop circle is that pointing to what we're doing she said probably even though hydrocarbon is very common but they are pointing out an obscure hydrocarbon pentane and uh, we are doing stuff like that so if the ets are supposed to meet with me as i explained in the last show they are preparing oh so i asked ion with that in mind about the et contact with me I said, what is this Pentagon thing and these crop circles? He said, the world is being prepared for the contact, Bob. You'll see more and more of this kind of new level of communicating the reality of extraterrestrial uh, foreign bodies, Ian calls them. So well, that's a new update. Check this uh, out, Bob. Check this out. Since you're going to be the first contact, I want to be the first person to request that you ask a question. You know how, like... Yeah, you, you meet celebrity. If you're friends with a celebrity, you know, you'll say, well, ask them this. Yeah. All right. Let me come yeah. up with something for you to ask them. Um, all right. Will they read my script? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Okay. I can them yeah. Too, you know. But remember, it's not all about you. Uh, you're <laughs> the. Uh, That's a secret, Bob. That's a secret. You're not supposed to say. Oh, that. oh sorry, sorry. Forget <laughs> I said that. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Muhammad Ali, the great boxer. Right, right. Yes, uh, who we met in uh, August 1975 in Pennsylvania at his training camp, and he gave Carolyn a T-shirt with his name on it. Carolyn uh, wore that T-shirt for 20 years every night. Oh wow. 
So she slept with Muhammad Ali's residue. Um, so back to this uh, software. Okay, you can email all the questions. Everybody's going to be sending me questions, Matt. You no, know I'm that. the first, uh, so, I'm the first, man. I'm the first to ask. <laughs> yeah, we'll put you up there. And they'll go, they'll say, uh, I'll start to bring out my crumpled piece of paper with the All right, we lost you again. Oh, my God, dude, what's happening? This is terrible. I've lost Bob again. This is so frustrating. Uh, <coughs> everything is fine. Once again, I see nothing wrong on my end. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's get rid of him. Cannot hear him. I've removed Bob, so now he'll know that we're done. Let's stop the recording. Okay, we're back after the second major technical difficulty. <laughs> That's the third difficulty. Just and I say... Stops. <laughs> I say it's Matt selfishly wanted me. He wanted to put himself at the head of the line and uh, his questions to be asked to the aliens. I guess the tech body objected to that. Matt, okay. keep a low profile. I guess so. Okay, fine. Uh, you know, the question I want you to ask the aliens is how to bring peace to all humanity. Okay, are you happy, tech? <laughs> are you happy? Well, what the aliens just say, you're looking at them. You talk to the peacemaker every fucking uh, three months. So uh, they'll just tell you it's all about Bob. All right. Well, fine, fine. And I do want to point out another technical difficulty we had when I did the show where we talked to Ion. If you go back and listen, the first bit of that podcast is you getting mad at me because you're saying that I didn't jump in when I was supposed to, but I never heard anything. And I'm over here telling you, I didn't hear it, Bob. And you're like, we've been calling you for five minutes. Why didn't you pick up? Well, you know, you know, your buddy love job. You said act like he didn't take Ion seriously. You call up on the show and just go, what's up? You know, Ion remembers everything. So you might have a little quote karma, uh, that Ion has to, uh, complete you know well you, you gotta recognize your image back then well you said that the, the tech body gets jealous if it's not paying attention to it so maybe we yes. just have to talk about the tech body from here on out or it's going to keep cutting out right so what what do you know what i last said because i was saying some important stuff um, yeah it was it was funny because you were saying i'll take out you meet the aliens for the first time. You take out your wrinkled piece of paper, you know. Like, <laughs> right. You oh, that's right. Okay. So where, what I, I, you may not have heard this part. So I take out the wrinkled piece of paper and I start to uh, unfold it and then start to read it. And they all, and they say, I predict this, they'll go, that's Matt's question. Uh, and they either answer it or they'll put it aside. But they'll know what I'm going to ask. They'll mention you before I do. I predict that. Right, right. Well, I'm not asking now because I don't want the tech body offended, you know. Right, right, right. You got to be careful here, Matt. <laughs> 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 and, uh, 
maybe was, it was uh, the command. Uh, I always remember that the tech body, large part is Bob and Carolyn, because we're in Iandom. Ian is 811th. We don't want to make that this fucking thing out there that's an alien invader. No. It's a product of history and technology and Iandom. That's what it is. And we're in charge in many ways. And, you know, I don't like being uh, considered a nut because uh, <laughs> I think I have things to say. Too late, Bob. <laughs> but Too late. Now, I talked, I talked that stuff on CKLM back in the 80s, and everybody thought it was nuts, but it wasn't. And it now even has more val- validity now. Uh, so I know I'm, quote, a bit ahead of my time and all that, but I'm not doing it as a lark. I think I have. I knew I had something to say, or I was going to do something, and it showed up, and I'm doing it. Uh, so, but it, it's such a level of uh, thick skin now that I don't give a fuck what people think about me because their thinking do not stop us. I mean, you can't. Uh, whatever you thought of Carolyn six years ago, man, is she big now? She is the most popular doctor on the planet. And not everybody knows about her, but she's huge because our products are incredible. I don't know. Have you ever tried our products, Matt? Matt? Of, of course. Of course. RNA drops, uh, Remag. Right. And there's a lot more, but you're doing that, and uh, you uh, you glad you take them? Yeah. I mean, <coughs> I would like to take them more. You know, I... I don't think I can get them over here. Maybe I can get them shipped here. I don't know how to see, but um, well, they're all over the world now. It may not be. We got people in uh, in uh, United Arab Emirates, you know, in Dubai, getting this stuff. Okay, but, mm, no, I can't talk about that one. That would okay. We were directly involved in the peace breakout, you know, where Jared uh, made this deal between Israel and the United Arab Emirates. Right, right. And and then the Sudan, a few days ago, said they want to join in. Ion says Bliss is going to break out. He's going to pull it off. Trump's going to pull off peace in the Middle East. I don't know how much it will be done by November for the election, but he's, uh, he's well on his way to achieving that. So another great thing uh, that Trump will have done, supposedly great thing, um, but uh, there was a factor of our involvement that made it happen. And that I can't talk about. But, okay, so I'm making these crazy statements. I don't give a fuck if you believe them or not. It doesn't matter. You'll find out. And if you knew what we were doing, you'd know how it's already validated what we're doing. So I mean, here's I don't my mind concern. sounding. With, with you sounding crazy, I mean, like I keep saying, and this has kind of been the theme for 2020, Bob's show, we're getting to a point where things are so crazy, people are more like, they're not going to dismiss this show out of hand. They're more like, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe, <laughs> I don't right. know, maybe, you know, let's, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe, maybe crop circles are the, the answer to the coronavirus. I don't know. And oh, yeah, that was a point about the coronavirus, about this crop circle. You get The farmer whose field it happened in, he has dogs, he has alarm systems. He doesn't want anybody fucking with his crops. So there's no way anybody can get away with doing it overnight. 
Yet the guy had to admit something came in here and made that amazing coronavirus uh, thing. Oh, yeah, so that's what I was going to go into. So I asked Ayn, what the fuck is making these things? And Ayn said, it's um, humans who are underneath the Earth's surface. So the old myth of the hollow Earth and their civilizations or something down there is partly true, but it's not that crude. Basically... Take our dimension, the world, but don't project a normal spherical shape on it. Uh, but we're here, and say have a convex mirror above us and a concave mirror below us, if that works, a mirror facing downwards. The facing downward goes into this, quote, hollow earth civilization, which has all events, past, present, and future, uh, going on, that those humans, wherever they're living, whatever that dimension is, they're the ones making the crop circles. So we have new new imagery for what's going on. I mean, Ayn points out that there's a place out in the Pacific Ocean. You go down in there, it is bigger than the universe that the Hubble telescope is looking at. See, so you can't put the old visual images of geography and geology and all that stuff way scientists mapped it out. The Earth, where we are, it isn't like that. So, um, so we've got these interesting communications. Beg your pardon? Other dimensions and stuff. Yeah. Ian says there's worlds, realms, and dimensions, and has different uh, definitions for it. I didn't memorize them, but it's discussed on the show. Occasionally people ask them what the definition difference is and I will spell it out but um so we have a pretty neat image of the world the crop circles are being done emanating from inside the earth so to speak and uh um I fucked McLuhan's mother <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to tell Banu that <laughs> uh and I do not have to worry about sounding crazy. Ion says that the way to do science in the 21st century, you have to do it with non-physical. So we're lead, the leading edge of that, and we will eventually run the patent office because no one will know how science works. They won't know the rules because there are new rules and the old ones aren't working. So we're the only ones who understand whether something's patentable or not. Oh, good Lord. That's wild. That's wild. So uh, what did uh, I say the other day? Uh, why, why is the tech body favoring Trump? Now, I, uh, the tech body, Bob and Carolyn and I, and go into how Trump is in the Bible and this important force, uh, you know, non-human almost. Uh, you can't project these human foibles and anthropomorphic morals and ethics on Trump. It's another level. And that's why nothing stops Trump. Uh, so I asked him, why is Trump uh, important? And he, he laid that out. And then I said, well, what is Trump doing? What is his purpose? Uh, what are they going to do? And I said, well, the first purpose is to prepare, to prepare the White House for you, to make room for you. <laughs> so I'll be doing the White House in some way at some point. I don't know if I don't know I don't want to be president, but 
Oh, yes. Uh, what's coming? May have said this uh, on the last show. After the dust settles, there'll be 28 column entities, maybe a couple of nations, some corporations, some empires. Only 28, Matt. And, of course, Iondome will be up there as one of the top ones. And Trump will be a viceroy of this situation. You know, he's talking about having a third term. I am predicted he'd get many terms. He can stay as long as he wants. Did you hear that last week? Yeah, I've heard he said, all that stuff. Yeah. Do you get it from my Facebook page or just happen to catch it on the news? No, I, I get it all over from your Facebook page, the news, from the shows. Because I, I do yeah, listen all over to the place almost every day. You listen to what? I listen to the y'all's show. I listen to the Ion and shit every about. You about you you, you you check the archives every day. That's what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, just about every day. Well, that's good work, Matt. That yeah. that'll uh, you know maybe you're making Ion jealous. So I'm, I'm uh, on top of it. So what I'm was I saying? Beg your pardon. I'm on blurry. top of it. I'm on top of it. I'm on top of it. Uh, I... Right, but Banu is not in there. No. She's no. too busy. It's her alibi, right? That's a whole nother story, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so somehow Trump's preparing for us, which if Trump is this big force in the book of Revelation uh, there's the seven trumpets. He's the seventh trumpet. Um, I learned about uh, the meaning of the book of Revelations, not the way the fundamentalists interpret it, uh, the way Ion interprets it was totally unique. So I know a bit about the Bible from the Ion level now. And um, uh, we are in the book of Revelation. My chart is in there. So if we're intimately connected to Trump, that's natural because we're both in the uh, book of Revelation. So the uh, um, so I'm trying to give you an inkling of what we're dealing with. Now, the average cynic will say, well, Trump's insane. No wonder he's talking to you, Bob. You're as insane as Trump. Uh, what if Trump ain't insane? You just can't see what he's doing. Um, and uh, we're involved with that. Well, let's address that. Let's, let's address that because the – maybe not our listeners, maybe some listener who comes and happens upon this, they think mystical information is interesting, McLuhan is interesting, uh, all this stuff you're talking about is interesting, but then they hear this stuff about Trump and they say, well, this can't be true because Trump is evil. Trump is right. the worst thing in the world. How do you address that? How does Ion explain that he's not the worst thing in the world? He's not evil. Ion has always said there's no negative. There's no such thing as evil. Um, there is contrast. Uh, I like to say, um, if you're feeling good, your feet are great, they're healthy, you don't know they're feeling great because they, you've gotten used to it. So you stub your toe. And then you feel the pain, and that's good because you're reminded of the, what it felt like when your feet didn't have a stubbed toe. So he calls that process contrast. So contrast is intertwined with us like the ebb and flow of water coming up on a beach, uh, the give and take of a situation, maybe the yin-yang refers to that. Uh, but as you ascend on our products, um, you uh, find that contrast strangely dims. 
So part of that is realizing there's no negativity. That what you think is negative for yourself ain't true because you can't fail and you never get it done. Are the first aphorisms that Ion taught us. You can't fail and you never get it done. So you got slack. This is another thing which is pretty neat, which you would understand, is you always said that I was important, the church subgenius, but wow, what slack are we bringing? Incredible slack, including the destruction of two-thirds of the people because they're pinks and assholes. That's part of the slack uh, dimension. Um, uh, we have mentioned this many times. I like to mention again. If staying in them could fucking know, if Reverend staying in them could see what's going on in here, your faith in me bringing slack has been well proven in many levels. Yeah, well, I've, uh -oh. I've, tried, I've uh -oh. tried to reach out to them. <laughs> yes, that was a nice effort. It was good, but they're not going to receive it. Um, so uh, let's see what other amazing things are going on around me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I in in. Ian says that I ruined a lot of people's minds in the 80s. I fucked up a lot of people on that radio show. <laughs> and now we know it's not so crazy. But um, Ian says that, and this is a joke, he says it jokingly, we're in a world now that's so screwed up that Bob begins to sound sane. And Ian says, that's not good. <laughs> For others... <laughs> for the pigs it's not good i mean that that's what i keep saying i think that is the theme for the show in 2020 now bob is the sane one and there is that yeah. there's that quote by i think hunter s thompson he said when the going when the going gets weird the weird turn pro so <laughs> i yeah. really think it's only going to get more strange the after the election, as you say, you know, there's going to be not going to be peace. There's going to be right. no one's going to concede the election. <laughs> it's only gonna be, you know, it's only going to be crazier. There's probably going to be. Yeah. I mean, it's just unprecedented what's happening. So people. People are looking for answers in crazy times. And this humble podcast has them. That's right. We You do have the answers. If, if I'm there, we've got the answers. Um, I thought of another thing to say there. This, this, uh, JW, as a human, he's a bit amazed at what's happening. You know, he, he's not conscious of Ion when Ion's talking to him, but JW's body can do things while Ion's talking, many things. Uh, but, uh, uh it takes a day or so for uh, JW to download what's been said to the public. It comes into his consciousness within 24, 48 hours. <clears throat> so he's had to deal with all this new incredible stuff over the past uh, year and a half. And it's been, you know, strange even for him. Uh, and uh, he says, Bob, the world has really got crazy with this lockdown, lockdown Bob rule. He says, I used to think it was going to happen in the United States, that we do it for the United States or the Western Hemisphere. I never imagined we'd be doing it to the whole world, including China. And there's this whole story about the mountain, which I may have talked about in the last session, the, the true leaders 
power in uh, in China is the mountain, what's called the mountain. They've been around for thousands of years, and they're now moving in and, and getting rid of the uh, Chinese communist bureaucracy there. They're gone, and uh, the mountain's moving in, and that's going to make it easier for us. But the um, – uh, what is it? We have um, – oh, yeah. So JW is quite shocked at where it's got – got to be, but this is where I said 10 years ago, Bob, the world will not care about Coldplay and what you offer until it gets so fucking bad, they'll break, beg you for it. And we're gradually getting close to that right now, Matt. The world, or the key elements in the world in the old power hierarchy are know what we have and are beginning to beg. I think... Uh, I told you about the shots at, at JW in the meeting. Shh. You know, I don't know why I knocked some things out and didn't knock this out. I don't know what uh, what the priorities are. But um, uh, let's see. Uh, Jermaine and Jack are regular... Uh, uh, participants on the show. Jermaine's been with us since 2010 or so. Jack is this um, professional athlete who got injured and is not doing it anymore. He came over and visited us, he and Jermaine. They got together four years ago or so um, in L.A. And while Jack was here, his phone was constantly ringing. And occasionally he'd show me who's calling. All these famous athletes were calling him because they this is like two years ago they they recognize after their career is over they've got to figure out how to have the business smarts to do something to keep going and jack is a role model of his successful businesses that he did once he had to leave sports um but what's interesting is that you know these big names some of them i knew had heard of they were calling him all the time well, Jack and Jermaine had a nice place downtown L.A., and then Ian said, get the hell out of L.A. about two months ago. And they followed Ian's instructions and went to Arizona. I think they're in Phoenix, Phoenix or Tucson, I'm not sure. And uh, so they've been over there for a couple months, and meanwhile, fires and shit and homeless and bubonic plagues are showing up in L.A. And uh, so... Uh, Jermaine decided to go back to her apartment last week just to close it up. So she had to sell her furniture and uh, you know get rid of stuff, which was going to be very expensive getting trucks to move this stuff to some place and then pay for storage. Well, she uh, gets to the apartment, opens the door, walks in, and the place has been ransacked. Even though oh, the door is wow. locked, the, the, all the furniture stolen. Um, all Jack had, I don't know, a hundred pairs of shoes. They're all stolen because uh, he designed shoes and stuff like that. The whole place was a wreck. But it was odd because how did they get in? Was it an inside job by management? You know, uh, the door was locked. So. She found uh, on the counter a check uh, for like $3,000 or something. And uh, 
Ian had told her before she goes to uh, talk to the angel Michael, get Michael on her side. So she did that. And, and this technique that Ian teaches about uh, called the keys and the airs. They come out of chapter 23 of the book of Revelation, um, the unknown chapter. So, so she finds his check, and it's signed by Michael, and it's for $3,000 or something, probably the cost of moving and storage. So uh, Jermaine immediately said, wow, Michael helped. And he helped extra because he got rid of everything. So I didn't have to pay for storage and removal, and he left the check for me anyways. Well, that's wild. Did she cash it? I, in my mind, I don't think she did because it signed Michael, maybe, and who's Michael? It wasn't a complete signature, just named Michael. So it was like sim- symbolic. But I have to get back on that one. Uh, she She told, if you listen to the archives, and you remember, we post on ironandbob.com the date, August 22nd, the 12 hours, and then it says Bob's Notes. So you click on Bob's Notes, and you look through the caller's name, see where Jermaine is, what hour it is, and then go into that particular hour and hear her describing this. She may have answered the check question in that, because she went through this in detail on the show uh, last Saturday. Well, I... So you uh... can always... You can always find out your answers to your questions with our archive. Well, I would like a check from an archangel. That would be cool. Um, but, Bob, I do have to go. I have a hard stop because it's a work day for me, and I need to uh, recalibrate after being assaulted by the tech body for the last <laughs> two hours. That's right. Um, assaulted by me and Carolyn. Yeah, and thanks, a lot. thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. <laughs> it really threw me well, off, man. It's crazy. Um, uh, one, one thing, uh, a closing remark, uh, talking to J.W., what did he see uh, over the next – J.W., well, Ion says we're, we're in this situation for about another 18 months, and I don't know how bad the plagues get in these 18 months. Maybe it is real intense, or they're coming later. I'm not sure. Uh, but I said, what do you think of that, uh, JW, 18 months or so? And he says, it's going to be sad. That's what he picks up, and he's pretty intuitive. So we leave your listeners with a sobering remark, it's going to be sad. Yeah, geez, uh, sobering indeed. But you will always have the Bob Show to listen to during sad times, which will lift yeah. thine spirit. And you can always bit. take our product. Our products will make you feel better. Exactly, exactly. We don't care if you take our products. We don't need you. We don't need you, listener. You can be a <laughs> fucking idiot and ignore us, but uh, you're free to die. And just here's a little warning. The death zone where you go when you die ain't the same anymore. It's not very comfortable there. The guff is gone. You don't want to die. And you stick with us, you won't die. All right. Well, that's a good way to end the show. And that concludes the 43rd Bob Show. Pay no attention to Bob's dire warnings. Everything is okay. Everything is turning out exactly as it needs to. 
thine angels are in control. We are in control. The evil forces will not prevail. This podcast has done its duty. But thanks for listening. Although Bob said that he doesn't need you to buy his products, we do need you to listen to this podcast and tell your friends and family that you have found thine truth. Okay. Thanks a lot for listening. Bye.